All right, welcome back, everybody, for yet another episode of yet another podcast. Your homies, Summit and Thunmouth, we are in the building. Sorry we missed a week, but we are back. What's good, Summit? Good, man. What's good? What's good? You had a nice little vacation last week? (laughs) I did not. Last week, what did I do? Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, talk I completely forgot. <laughs> we can talk about it. Okay, talk about it. Uh, yeah, last week, like, we usually record every what Tuesday and then post on Wednesday, I think, or something like that. So, I don't know. I got busy on Tuesday and I was like, oh, we're gonna record on Wednesday. And then Wednesday, excuse me, excuse me, what you got, you got busy, uh, yeah, something happened. I forget what happened on Tuesday. What I think happened my... was we had no. to record on Tuesday. And yeah. then you planned to go do your thing because you forgot that we had planned to do it on Tuesday. No, that was on Wednesday. No, Wednesday was a different thing. What happened on Tuesday? What did I do on Tuesday last Tuesday? Actually, no, wait. Maybe you're right. Maybe it was Yeah, Wednesday. come on, man. <laughs> I know what happened Tuesday. My car has been acting up, and uh, I ended up at like the dealership on Tuesday, I think. Because I was trying to get, I was trying to look into a new car and shit, and figure out what I want to do with this car. Oh shit, new whip? No, it's not exciting, man. I just paid off my shit like last year, like literally twelve months ago was my last car payment, mm-hmm. and like twelve months on the dot. Now this shit is crapping out. So I've only been riding my car for free for about a year. <laughs> Sucks. Yeah, but like you got a lot of use out of it for that year. I did. I also like ran this fucking car to the ground. Like That's it's, what I'm only, like, it's you, only been, been six years. Yeah, it's only been six years, and it's at like almost one hundred forty thousand miles. It's a lot. That's like on average, like more than forty thousand a a year. <laughs> Dude, I still have my first car, which is a two thousand six Jetta, which we got in two thousand six. So yeah, you had it for thirteen years. That thing has. Still under 130 miles, 130,000 miles on it. What? How? What the hell? Yo, it's my dad's beater car now. He just drives it to work, drives it back. That's it. And, and he works like a mile away. It's like a mile and a half down the road. Miles, <laughs> like that. Yeah. yeah, man. I don't know what to do. I'm going to try and figure out what the hell I want to do about this car situation. Definitely not trying to get another car payment. Like, that's going to suck. But anyway, that was on Tuesday. Uh, and then. On Wednesday, on a whim, I was like, I don't know if it was on a whim. The idea was put into my head on Monday. I was talking to my boy, Sahib, and I was like, yo, you know, I've been trying to get my feet wet and try to do some stand-up comedy for a while. Um, Yeah, you know, like, so I started looking up, like, some open mic nights around the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. And I found one, and I sent him the link. And I was like, yo, what do you think about this one? Like, have you been to it before? What is it like? And he was like, yo, don't do that one yet. Um, That one is like a comedy club. He's like, a good really first one is this one in Baltimore. And it's on Wednesdays and Fridays. He's like, go to the Wednesday one. So that happened on Monday. On Tuesday, I was still like writing material. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to do it. I'm scared of shit. Like, I was dead. Like, so scared, bro. And then... Wednesday came and I was at work and I was like, oh, okay, I feel good about this. This, this, uh, <laughs> I feel good about what I've written so far and I feel like it would be cool. And so, Wednesday, I was like, all right, fuck it, I'm just gonna do it. And so, yeah, that's what I did on Wednesday, last Wednesday, instead of recording the podcast. Sorry, guys. No, it was well worth it. I think, uh, for those who are out there wondering how it went, I saw the video of the performance that his, of his open mic thing and he did a really good job so yeah. know, a lot of applause to him you know because it takes a lot of effort and a lot of courage to be able to put yourself in front of people and yeah try to be funny on the spot you know but um yeah c- c- congrats on that man that's huge Thanks, like, you're always gonna remember your first time it was like when you lose yeah 100 percent, man I, I definitely got my cherry pop that night i definitely did <laughs> Yeah, and like it was good because like people were laughing, you were getting a response from people, yeah, and, you know, and that's all you really want. So like, are you and being that there's video? Are you like analyzing the the film like it's like game film like that? <laughs> I did watch it like a bunch of times last week and over the weekend. Um, um, 
I, I haven't shared it with like anyone outside of my my crew. Uh, I haven't posted it online either because some of the some of the jokes landed really well. Like some of them got really big laughs. Like the like the way I wrote them, I was like, oh, and the, the way I delivered them was perfect. Um, other ones, um, I talked to another one of my buddies who's a comedian in New York, and I showed him the clip, and I was like, yo, I'd love I would love some feedback, and he actually broke it down for me, uh, which was really cool because you know like. Who does that for you? I don't know. I, I'm new to this, but like it was really nice to have somebody lend a hand. And he was like, he was like, you have good stage presence. You have really good like command of the audience. You know how to handle like the pauses, stuff like that. And then there was like this one big joke that I wrote for the end. And he was like, your last joke just didn't land at all. And I was like, yeah, I was really expecting a big laugh, but I messed it up. And he was like, it's because you uh you did this one thing called telegraphing and so telegraphing is when you reveal too much about your punchline uh so ahead of the time audiences are coming yeah yeah so you the the element that's really the element that makes people laugh is surprise right like people yeah. are people are like oh shit where'd that come from i wasn't expecting that and if you hint a little too much towards what you're going to say towards the thing that's going to be funny uh you, you basically end up ruining it, and that's what i did so uh overall man it was like a great like a really good experience i they were expecting me to bomb i think my boy side was like yeah you're definitely gonna bomb he's like don't invite your friends don't invite your family nobody <laughs> needs to know he's don't like just trying go. to pull up to impress anybody yeah uh he was like just go fucking tank your performance come home and try again and i was really nervous i thought that's what was gonna happen but it actually wasn't bad at all. Like he was like, "Wow, you didn't bomb," and I was like, "Yeah, I didn't, dude." And so that's it was awesome, good. man. No, really you, you definitely that, killed yeah. it. We're happy for you. We're proud of you. Um, for those of us who have at least seen it, and those of us who know about what you've done, and even though they might not have seen the set, like, yeah, just like I'm trying to imagine yourself being on that stage trying to tell jokes. Like I couldn't do it. Not on the spot. Yo, you know it's I mean? daunting, like, man. It's so daunting. And when the when the lights hit your eyes and you can't see shit, like you can't see anyone in the audience. Yeah, yeah. You're it's just like, like that's the wow. worst one. It's like you know how many people are in the audience where you sitting <laughs> in the audience. You're like, all right, yeah. there's like there's like a good fifty people here. Cool. All right. Yeah. Fifty's not a lot, man. I got that. <laughs> and then you jump on stage and then you can't see the audience and you're like, shit, fifty might be a lot of people. And you start counting in your head, you're like, One, Exactly. Two. Yeah. You, you know how long it takes you to get to fifty? Like, damn, that's a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> exactly and then like on top of that like it's only five minutes because it's amateur open mic night you literally only get five minutes so my my whole video from start to finish like was five minutes 17 seconds right and like as soon as the guy comes and flashes his light telling you that your time is up you're like fuck and you're like i was midway through my last big joke and i just kind of like panicked and rushed it as if I don't know. I don't know what I thought. Like, did I think he was going to throw me off the stage or something? Like, I don't know what I thought, but I was just like, yeah. shit. I kind of like rushed through it, but I, I don't know. It's fine. Were you I, expecting I, it? Maybe it just threw you off. That's why. Like, cause you I, th that's the thing. Like, I was like, five minutes is going to, am I going to be able to fill five minutes? I only wrote, I think I wrote down two real jokes. Like, everything else was like filler. Mm -hmm. Um, the two things that I wrote, there was two things that I wrote down. And I was like, I thought I was going to go up there and be done super fast and be like, okay, guys, here's my joke, bloom, bloom, bloom. But like five minutes just whizzed right by. I had no idea how fast time goes when you're up there. Like it's, it's crazy. Yeah, but it was yeah. fun, man. That was great. I live for that shit. I, it's such a thrill. No, man. We're, like I said, man, we're proud of you. And, you know, that's what we're about on this podcast. We're about trying new things, putting Hell yourself yeah. in new situations, cutting out of your comfort zone, doing something new. Hell this, is, yeah. this whole podcast thing is new for me, man. I never thought, like, you know, I'd have my voice out on the, in the world like that, you know, on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> but it's out there. Whether anybody's listening or not is a different story, but it's out there, you know? Hell yeah, uh, man. <laughs> And it's about consistency, really. Like, you know, this wasn't like a one-time thing for me. I'm starting to just like write jokes weekly now, like whenever I get a chance. Because like I'm constantly thinking of funny things. I always have been. Like that's always been my personality. Uh, even when nobody's around, I'll think of something hilarious to say. Or 
sometimes I can predict situations or circumstances and be like, yo, if that happens, I'm going to say this and it'll make people laugh like crazy. Like it sounds so you like almost psychotic. Yeah. <laughs> Trying so not to like sound psychotic, but like that's just what goes through a so comedic so person's do you, head. Do you, like, do you like keep these ideas in stock when you're having normal conversations with people and then try to steer the conversation yeah. so that you can utilize those? Yes, 100%. Like, yeah, okay. I'm going to pay attention to this going forward. Like, this is, It's crazy, dude. It's, this is an uh, interesting experiment now. Yeah. And, and I mean, you'll never know. You Like, you'll never know. But next time I make you laugh or next time we're together and, and like uh, in a group of people and I make you laugh or something, just pull me aside and ask me, like, yo, did you plan that or was that on the, on the spot? <laughs> I think I can figure it out. Like, I think I can backtrack it. Yeah. And maybe figure out, I don't know why we're getting into like the freaking CSI <laughs> of the joke unit. <laughs> Dude, like but understanding comedy is so cool though. Like I, I have such a great appreciation for comedy now because like I can analyze like why was that funny? Was it the timing? Was yeah. it the element of surprise? Was it the misdirection? Like you were going to take me somewhere and then you took me completely somewhere else. Was that it? You know, um, that's got to be a very fascinating type of book to read, right? Like the psychology of humor. There is a book called, um, I think it's called the comedy Bible that one of the guys who's a comedian, who's one of my friends, he told me to buy. So I'm definitely going to look into that. Uh, but basically details out, like these are all the techniques for what makes things funny. So, like, writers and comedians and stuff, you know, read this thing to kind of better themselves in writing. That's cool. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah, man. Comedy's uh, it's, it's great. I love it. You know, and for any listeners out there who are trying to potentially follow a similar path of, you know, exploring the comedy field, reach out to Thunmit and, to read, and he'll put you in touch with the right people if, you know, it needs to go further. But, you know, for somebody yeah. who's trying it himself, you know, there's nobody else that nobody better to give you advice for starting out when somebody else has just been starting out themselves too. Yeah, um, and maybe you guys can figure it out together too, right? Like it doesn't have to 100%. be a completely individualistic thing, you know. Yeah. Collaboration is kind of a, a taboo in in comedy, but um, you know, so when people can make it work, it, it actually turns out to be golden. So you never know yeah. what can come of and it. And sometimes you just need somebody to encourage you. That's it. Like. You know, I, I knew I wanted to do it for so long, and then um, I just had to go around and tell like four or five of my really good friends, and them respond by saying, "Yes, you should definitely do it." Like, "Yes, go do it, go do it, go do it." And once I had that, I was like, "Okay, now I feel like I'm ready to do it." Sometimes yeah. it just takes a little bit of encouragement, you know, somebody saying something. Have you um, speaking speaking of like? collaboration and in, in comedy have you ever watched that hbo show called crashing about pete holmes and his kind of like career getting into comedy and what he went through and all that no you told me about this so but you I have to watch it, it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's worth watch watching it. i feel I like feel am like i gonna be depressed though no i don't think so oh okay cool because <laughs> like a lot of comedians are severely depressed a lot you mean, of com- you will you will see the complete underbelly of like the comedy world yeah but it obviously it's like it's like a little bit dramatic it doesn't necessarily yeah. okay maybe you don't watch it i'll watch it no no i'll watch it i'll watch it i can deal with it i can handle it um yeah. but that, that was funny like that was one of the bits that i was writing after the show mm-hmm. uh like the next day i, I was talking about how I, I started writing about how my first time sitting at an open mic night, all these comedians were performing and literally everyone, almost all of them would talk about how they're alcoholics and severely depressed. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, is this what I have to look forward to? <laughs> I think like, part of that so is sad. that people, people know that self-deprecating humor is just always going to be funny. Yes, yes, that's true too. It's partly Tra- that too. Tragedy is funny, right? <laughs> yeah, isn't that fucked up? I don't think it's fucked up. I, th- I think at some point you have to learn to laugh through whatever you've been through. You know what I mean? No, you I agree. Gotta, to you got to laugh through yourself to a certain extent. Like, yeah. I mean, it's a coping mechanism. That's all it is. Yeah. I just feel like calling it that is in- inappropriate. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> calling it what? 
Never mind, I lost my thought. Uh, I got distracted by a text message. Summit's Joe Mills blowing uh, up, son. Not this time, not this time. Uh, <laughs> taking it back to the first podcast. That's my first fault. episode. Um, anyway, listen, I wanted to try to you know, give listeners a kind of insight into who we are, right? Because you know, we never really introduced ourselves and had a formal introductory type of right. um, episode, right, where we kind of told the listeners who we are, tell them about ourselves in uh-huh. like, you know, intimate detail, right type of thing. But right. I was thinking, I was watching something a couple of days ago, a few days ago. And I was like, you know what? There's, they were asking like each other questions, things like that. Just like casually. I was like, you know what? These are some interesting questions because they're very like, they're very, very specific. Okay. So they'll let, you know, listeners kind of get some insight into who we are and how we think. And I think it'll be interesting and for us to like learn a little bit more about each other too. You know, we're best friends, but that doesn't mean we know every little thing. Okay. So, why don't I start it off? And uh, and also like if you think of any questions along the way that you want to ask, feel free, right? This is like speed dating. I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm so intrigued about what these questions are now. I'm so interested. All right. Okay. This is completely you're completely blindsiding me here on this on this episode. I have no idea what you're gonna ask. That'll be that'll be interesting then. And I'll have to come up with some questions to counter, I guess. Yeah, um, and to be fair, I can make it up on the go. That's fine. I came up with some of these questions, but oh, like did? like I came up with most most of them, uh-huh. but I don't know the answers to all of them for myself yet. So I'll be thinking fresh as well. <laughs> Is it rapid fire? Like, do I have to answer really quickly? No, you can take a few seconds <laughs> or so, I guess. It just don't take like an hour. You know what I mean? Okay, cool. All right, all right. All right. Let's go. What's the dumbest thing you've ever done for fun? For fun? Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, I once stole a car to go to somebody else's prom. <laughs> Wait, what? I once... Quote unquote stole. Like I was set, I was like 17, 18, I think. Okay. Uh, and uh, this girl that I really, really liked back in the day, back when, when I was young, um, she needed a prom date for her prom. Her prom was in Maryland. I was in school in Philly. And I didn't have a car back then, like, you know, because I didn't need one because I was living on campus. And so I literally found a way to get to my uncle's place in New Jersey. And then asked to borrow <laughs> my aunt's car, my mommy's car. And then I fucking drove it all the way to Maryland without telling anybody. And then they found out. <laughs> how they find out? The easy pass? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they found I think like one of my cousins told on me or some shit or my aunt, like my mommy like found out somehow. And then my mom called <laughs> like midway to Maryland. She's like, where are you? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Outside the house. Like. <laughs> I was literally passing by my mom's house on the way to this prom. <laughs> How do I tell her? Yeah. Like, uh, I'm right by the house <laughs> when I'm supposed to be in my dorm in Philadelphia. Yeah, that was the dumbest shit I ever done. And so then the car, car broke it? down. It was my mommy G's car. It was my auntie's Okay, okay. And then the car broke down. It's like fucking middle of the night. <laughs> the car breaks down. It's pouring rain. It was a total like Bollywood movie, like straight up. And then the end of the night, uh, she turned me down when I asked her out. So that was great. It was the saddest, dumbest thing I've ever done. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what is the dumbest thing you've ever done for fun? Yo, I really don't know. After that story, I'm just like thrown <laughs> off. Like I don't think I've I don't think I've done anything interesting in my life now. Come on, son. <laughs> you gotta have done something stupid. What's the dumbest thing I've ever done for fun? What's the dumbest thing you've done for a girl? How about that? Oh man. <laughs> you asked for this. How do I rank this? <laughs> <laughs> What's the dumbest thing I've ever done for a girl? Um Travel here. six hours to go see her after Ooh. she asked me to go see her. <laughs> That's it. Travel six hours. Damn. Yo, like, okay. Okay. Getting right. on a flight, right? <laughs> out there and oh yeah. shit. You like, oh you flew out there. Yeah, and it happened to be the oh. weekend that we ended things. So oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna hurt. <laughs> 
So you can ex- uh, imagine my excitement on the return trip. Yeah, <laughs> again, again. That's a sad, sad trip back. The whole trip just feels like it's in slow motion with John Mayer playing in the back. <laughs> you know, you know what the sad part is. I would listen to uh, like really sad R and B on the way back. <laughs> Were you like listening to like you listen to like James Blunt? And you're like, you beautiful. <laughs> No, no, not like old school stuff, like uh, more like what we're listening to these days, but like, uh, or more relevant to whatever year this was, like three years ago, say three years ago, something like that. Oh, shit, man. That's, anyway. that's a, that sucks. All right. What's the next question? The next question. Let's see. <laughs> this Who is your weird. favorite person to tell a joke to? Oh, oh my God. Ah, oh, man. I don't know. I love telling jokes and I love making everyone laugh. There are some people who like laugh way more than anybody else at my jokes. There's a few people that like, you know, truly get my comedy. Yeah. I don't know if I can pick a person or I don't even know if there is a type of person. Uh, So there's a difference. Like, Sometimes I love a challenge, like somebody, especially, okay, when it comes to girls, like girls I'm interested in, the girl that laughs at all my jokes is like not a big turn on for me. The girl that's like really hard to like make laugh, that's like an attractive quality for me. I'll be like, because I love the challenge. I'm like, shit. Like, she's that's not interesting. Fun. She's not taking any of my jokes. Like, none of these shits is landing and they're funny. <laughs> so, yeah, I think. That's the best way I can answer that question. That's really interesting that that's your reaction. Yeah, I take it as a challenge. Because I feel like women who are interested in you tend to laugh more. Yes. Right? And so you're saying that you don't like that. No. Women that are into me, I'd be like, mm, I'm not into that. <laughs> women that are like really hard to get, those are the women I'm into. So you're just a squirrel that's like constantly on that hunt for the nut. <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> wow uh yeah boys after dark all right what that was pg yeah it's kind of pg that's cool oh that's fine it's fine hey if you haven't well, figured out <laughs> if you haven't figured out what kind of podcast this is yet you are 12 episodes too late um, well, this is about to be episode 13. Can we just acknowledge that for a Is second? it 13? Yeah, we're well, on 13 What was now. 12? Did I miss 12? No, 12. Yeah, we missed, you missed 12. I did it by, without <laughs> you. While you were bombing on stage, apparently. <laughs> Yo, can I tell you something funny? What's up? Um, as soon as I got on stage, the first thing I said, well, you already know. But I don't know if you heard it in the video. So the first first thing I said when I got on stage, I was like, oh, fun fact, this is my first time. And then, then I purposefully like left a really long pause because my joke was, uh, it was going to be, oh, uh, this is not a nervous pause. I just factored in two minutes of applause and standing ovation time. And so I don't know how, what to do now. But in that pause, somebody in the back room, some asshole, yells out, well, I hope you don't bomb. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, shit. <laughs> One, I was upset. Two, I was like, fuck, that's funny. <laughs> you should have like, you should have turned around and be like, sir, that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to write that in as for my next stand-up. I'm just going to write it in. Like, <laughs> You're going to write it. You should have somebody like always planted in the audience to say that. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it myself. Imagine it be like, like this is my first time. I hope I don't bomb. (laughs) What? There's like another person with a turban who says it. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually funny, right? (laughs) I think it's funnier if I say it. They're like, "Whoa, what?" (laughs) Yeah. 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 You could try it out. Workshopping. That's the whole point, right? Workshopping. Yeah. That's it. All right. Uh, anyway, all right. Next question. All right. Are you asking me a question, or am I just moving on to the next one? Give me one more, then I'm going to think of something for you. All right. Let's see. Hmm. 
I kind of I want to ask you this, but then I don't want to ask it because I don't want you to ask me it back because <laughs> I don't have an answer <laughs> for it. <laughs> That's um, fine. I won't. I won't. I've already thought of okay something for you. I think. All right. If you could purchase one item, well, okay. Price doesn't matter. Yeah. To use for the rest of your life, one item for the rest of your life. Uh-huh. What would it be? American Express black card. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know if uh, no. Let me not. That does not satisfy not, the requirements. Ass, yeah, let me not smart ass my way. <laughs> that was a good answer. Purchase, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, if I could purchase one item for the to use for the rest of my life. Yeah. And price wasn't. Oh man. Like it, it could be small, it can be big, it could be anything, right? It could just what is that one thing that you think you will end up needing or using for the rest of your life? A car, I think. Yeah, a so car. One car for the rest of your life. One, one, yeah, Toyota. One Toyota that'll <laughs> <laughs> specifically to be Toyota Camry. Are you trying to become an Uber driver on the? <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. So many functions. I could Uber on the side. I could travel to wherever I want to. Yeah, but of course, if you buy a car that looks like an Uber, you run the risk of random people trying to get in your car. All right, now there's too many variables. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just just saying. I'm poking holes. But, like, yeah, I want to be able to just drive wherever I want to. You know what I mean? I, I think I spend a lot of time in my car. I do a lot of thinking in my car. I love driving. It's got to be a really good car. So you're saying that with money not being an option, yeah. the one thing you would buy is a Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> just so unclear. Just so unclear. Fine, a Toyota full of cash, okay? <laughs> like a fully loaded Camry. <laughs> a fully loaded Camry. Comes with $10 million of cash in the trunk. Oh my god, you're a clown! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, I guess boy. you're realistic. Okay, where were you when Michael Jackson died? Fuck, where was I when Michael Jackson died? You know what? I don't really actually remember. I would have to look at the date and try to think back. Seriously, like, where I could have been. yeah. Are you even a Michael Jackson fan? Are you even a I music am, fan? Like, Do you even I listen to music? Know. Yo, the thing is, I keep track of so many different dates and events in music mm. by itself that, like, a lot of these things tend to blur together after a while. Mm. I was in my college dorm room, senior year. It was my last sem- summer semester. Mm. Um, and then I remember putting it up on CNN.com on my desktop computer and just sitting in front of that monitor watching the live sort of stream whatever and just bawling out crying you know what now that i think about it i think it was just sitting at home watching it on tv oh oh yeah because uh, you would have graduated right around the same time as me you would have probably been home for the summer after graduation i had to yeah. stay I, I had to stay late i had like one or two credits left to finish so I didn't no, I, I gra- I like I had walked, but I had still some classes to finish. Yeah, yeah, I did the same thing, but oh. um yeah, I had to take like Italian for two sessions. It was retarded. But anyway, um <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, because I, I took Spanish in high school, took it all the way up to AP, so I got the credit for that. And then yeah. they told me that I couldn't do Spanish as like a requirement because I had already gotten the credit for it. And uh. I'm like, so then why are you forcing me to take a language if I already got the credit for it? Which makes oh. no sense. And they're like, sucks. <laughs> they're like, because you didn't take it here. And I'm like, so you just want me to give you money. That's really <laughs> yeah, what you're basically. Saying. That's why I left the, Drexel had this co-op program thing. I left that shit because like the moment I found out that you had to still pay tuition while you were on a co-op, I was like, that doesn't make any sense to me. I was like, yo, fuck this shit. I'm out. So I left the co-op yeah. program. Yeah, well, that's I, I never understood how that program worked, but who cares? Um, but yo, shout, I want to shout out my alma mater real quick. All right, Baruch. Baruch. Um, for those who are unaware of this ranking site called Money.com, <laughs> um, so Money.com is like this pretty like re- reputable, pretty like I would say like sought after kind of like site when when they want to look at like 
different things involved in like finance and, and um, you know, colleges and things like that. Right. 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 So they do this thing where they try to determine what the best value is in, in a university. Like they try to rank universities based on the best value. Right. And so they take like a, a bunch of different data points into consideration, but the main ones are kind of um, it's how many students um, are graduating like the percentage of students that graduate, mm-hmm. yeah, the amount of money that they make from said graduation, okay, or having <laughs> gone to such school, right? Whatever job they get afterwards, like what that yeah. median is, <clears throat> and uh, also the total cost with average like student aid, right? So anyway, okay. long story short, there's a bunch of data points. Those are kind of the main things, right? So I have to shout out my alma mater, which came out number two on this list. Oh. Right? So I'll just read you. So the like top you five guys are like, like number kind of two in terms of getting paid, like in, in terms of the best value for the education versus the outcome from that education. Oh wow! Right. Damn. So University of California, Irvine, is number one. Two is City University of New York, Baruch College. Shout out Bearcats. <laughs> uh, number three is Princeton. Number four is okay. UCLA. Number five is UC Davis, and then. Honorable mention number six and seven, Stanford and uh, MIT. So, you know, like, damn. For us, MIT, for that... those of us who went to Baruch, man, shout out Baruch. <laughs> that's a big, that's a, like, that's a big deal. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's a huge. great deal. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually awesome. So, yeah. Shout out, shout Where's out Drexel on this fucking list? Fucking uh, Drexel, Drexel is not on this list, sir. Um, uh, it only stops, it stops at 25. So, I don't really well know deserved. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, dragons. <laughs> Fucking assholes. Um, yeah, no, so uh, yeah, I just want to want from my business school. I probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's get back to the questions. You have any? Uh, yeah. Okay, so you asked me where Michael. Okay, where I was for Michael Jackson. Is it my yes. turn now? Yes, your turn. I'm gonna think of another stupid one. Okay. In the last five years, mm-hmm. what has been your favorite experience? Oh, wow. This is this might take a second. Oh, my God. Yeah, I have to think about this. Last five years, what has been my favorite experience? Shit, there's been so many. I mean, like. Okay, I think. What I have a favorite month. And let's okay. narrow it down to that. I feel like <laughs> my favorite month was May 2016. Um, it was well, like April and May. It kind of overflows into May, but it's April mainly. April 2016, I went to India for the first time as an adult, basically. Like the last time I had gone was like 16 years prior. Okay. Um, and I was a kid. Um, so this time I went for three weeks. Um, the first week was fully paid for by my the job that I had at the time. I was working in a nonprofit as an accounting manager, and um, they put me in like this really nice boutique hotel in South Delhi. I was working at their office there. They paid for like my travel. They paid for my ticket. They paid for my visa. They paid for everything basically. <laughs> it was great. And then, um, then I spent the next two weeks traveling uh, with my brother. We went to Chandigarh, we went to Amritsar, we went to Jalandhar, we went to, uh, oh, the last week we went to Udaipur for a few days, spent some time in Delhi. And then as soon as I came back, something in my head just like clicked, like it just snapped. And I was like, now is the right time. Uh, And I quit my job and I started working on Rootsgear full time. Oh, right before I went to India, I had thrown the first ever fashion show in New York City uh, at a gallery in New York City. We had done a Roots Gear, We had done the Roots Gear fashion show. You remember that one? Um, yep. Literally through the fashion show, the next morning got on a flight to India, spent three weeks in India, literally got off the plane, and like five days later, I was like, I quit. This is I'm I'm done. That was probably like my favorite month in the past five years. Okay. 
What about you? You named like three different things there, but I'll, I'll let it slide. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it's so hard to narrow down one experience. I can nail down like a time frame. Like I mean, See, it's, it's the thing is it's a difficult difficult question because every time you ask it, it's like at that moment of time, what has been the best experience you've had, right? Yeah. But your your favorite experience might change. Yeah. At some other point in the future, you know what I mean? Like next week, I might yeah. think of a different experience that I had that I didn't, I thought of now, but I wouldn't have called it my favorite now. You right, know what I mean? Right, like, right. So yeah. it's all situational or subjective. But because you led with a travel one, I think for myself, I want to say that our trip to Cuba was kind of my favorite experience because. Oh, yeah, that's right. See, you know, we got an opportunity to, to, to do something that like a lot of people, I guess, have wanted to do or. Um, you know, there's, there's always been this like allure of saying, Oh, I went to Cuba. Right. Um, and you know, we were fortunate enough to go during a time where like that window to go was very short and small. Right. right? Yeah. Um, Cause it was like that transition between Obama and Trump yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and Trump at that point had right after we came back, like a few days or weeks after that, something like that, he had closed it off, yep. closed off all travel to Cuba yeah. yet again. Um, so we really went at like a really good time. Like we flew yeah. direct, but the the trip was very easy, very seamless. Um, it was interesting there. The Airbnb was dope. Yeah, it was, Cuba was a really good time. We stayed in Havana yeah. for those who uh, are interested in potentially planning a trip out there. Um, I've actually had like four or five different friends ask me about my Cuba trip, and then yeah. I have like this entire email that I just forward them because everything's <laughs> already in there. That's right. Yeah, I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, that was, I would say um, the, the, the only downside experience. was the food sucked there. That was the only downside. Yeah, I don't know if we just got unlucky or if it's just like that. It's just like that, honestly. Like everybody yeah. I've spoken to that's been said the same thing. So it's not yeah. just us because they're cut um, off, right? They just don't have a lot of trade coming in food wise. Yeah, and they just you know they haven't really been living lives of like I don't know explorative yeah. food. Yeah, luxury really. Right. You know, just because yeah. it is still a communist country, so. That's true. You know, they still operate the same way, but yeah, I would say that was my favorite experience is because we got to see something new and different and, and, and just really got a chance to be able to say that we did something that a lot of other people haven't had a chance to do, at Yo, least Americans. But our England trip, that was an amazing experience. Do you see, remember? That's why it's so hard yeah. to pick, <laughs> We went to England. Uh, I went to Montreal earlier this year. I went to Mexico la uh, last year, I think. Um Performing, performing with Fateh uh, at a handful of uh, concerts in the past few years. Oh, um, oh, performing with Fateh, not getting mistaken for Fateh. <laughs> okay, <Yeah>. just checking. <laughs> um, even the open house I did last year uh, here in Maryland, the uh, Pop X earlier this year, that was amazing in April. There's been so many amazing, like, you know. Uh, All right, man, I'm, I asked you to pick one. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I got a lot of good experiences. <laughs> Giving give me a whole list. <laughs> All right, what's your favorite breakup album? Like, boom, you get your heartbreak. What's the wow. go-to album? What do you listen to? This is a really good question. <laughs> um, I don't know if I can pinpoint one singular album. Okay, name I your can, top three. I can give you my favorite artist. Top three albums have to be albums oh, man. nostalgia ultra that's frank ocean for those who are unaware okay is that the one with moon river the oh. track that's the only frank ocean track i know is moon river. <laughs> i don't even remember what album that was from uh, moon river is such a good track oh let me look it up all right second album Second album to get over a breakup. Mm -hmm. To heal a heart. Uh, heal your heart specifically. See, the thing is, like, I don't listen to albums properly, right? Like, I just kind of listen to songs here and there and then put my own playlist together. I don't know if that. Hmm. I should pay closer attention to what I. Like, <laughs> lean towards when, when I, you know what it is i just want to listen to r&b that's all it really is um yes obviously like you're not but gonna... like but like i'm not listening to the things that are like mainstream necessarily like i might listen to the weekend i might listen to frank ocean uh -huh. um, but most of the people that i listen to for r&b are 
underground or not as big uh, as like these mainstream okay. artists, or like, right? Or like they don't even have albums yet. Gotcha. Yeah, so it's like for me, like that's a really that's why it's it's, a, it's such an interesting question because I can't pinpoint it. Okay. Um, what are some other artists? Um, I don't always try to listen to like like sad stuff, but because you know you got to go through like the f- phases of the breakup, right? Like the the aftermath and stuff. Um, so I like to like listen to more upbeat music as well. So really anything that's like current and upbeat like anything drake future meek mill um nav even like tory lanes for sure because he's one of my favorite artists um yeah it's just like it's just like you know whoever kind of gets me hyped and puts me in a different mindset than the one i was in before you know so you got to go through your phases you got to do the sad yeah 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 100 percent. yeah i think for me Prophecy's latest album, amazing breakup album. Just an amazing breakup. It album. is. I, I haven't. I didn't listen album. to it having endured breakup, so like I can't say. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, like uh, Adele's Twenty One, one of the most amazing breakup albums ever. Like such okay. a good, uh, such a good album. Yeah, uh, she's supposed to be dropping the uh, music soon too, and she just divorced really? her husband. Yeah. No way. Damn, yeah, yeah. that means you good music is coming. No, I didn't. Saying, bro. Good music is coming. I thought she had retired because, like, her. No, no, like, she had a kid. She had, like, so, so like, many surgeries and shit in her throat, too, though. Oh, yeah, she was doing all that for a while, but then she had a kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. She was married, and then she got divorced. So, yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Anyway. Um, um, recently, like, uh, and two other albums that were, like, noteworthy is definitely Fate's To Whom It May Concern. Yes, and Rax's sure. Artbreak, those two and Prophecies and Adele's, like those were like top four for me. Yeah. I actually I would say that all of those albums are very much appropriate. They're what I just they're very much appropriate for like, you know, yeah. going through a breakup, obviously. And you know, some of those actually hit really close, like really hard, right? Like yeah. you listen to them and you're just like, damn, it's like, yo, how did he know how to write this about my life? You know? Um, like I've, I've I definitely experienced that with Rax's album, with Fuddy's album, yeah. Popsy's album. Like it, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty ubiquitous there, but um, I would agree with you. I think all of those albums are really good. So if anybody's dealing with anything that, you know, <laughs> for all you <laughs> broken hearted people out there, Go that might be out. the weirdest plug we ever put. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, That's yo, great. you know, if you're dealing with some shit, you go through a break breakup, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah, listen to Heartbreak by Rackstar. Listen to To Whom It May Concern by uh, Fate Doe, and uh, listen to uh, The Season by Prophecy. Prophecy. And listen to Adele. Keep her paid. All solid albums. Every single <laughs> one of them. All solid albums. All right. Let's see. What's the next huh. question? Okay. Mm. What is the most awkward thing that has ever happened to you? Whoa. Most awkward thing that's ever happened to me? Yeah. Holy shit. Um trying to think. Okay, I mean, aside from people aside from people confusing me for Fateh, which has happened to you too, by the way. Do you remember that one concert where these girls literally came and Fateh was sitting right next to you? Like me and him oh, were yeah. sitting right here standing. I have video of this. You're standing Bro, right in front of They took a picture with me. And they started that. taking pictures with you because they were like, we want a picture with Fateh. Yeah. And me and Fate in the back going, kill it, bro. You're going to kill it yeah. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that was what? Backstage at BB King's? Yeah, BB King's. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yo, the, the funniest part of that afterwards was uh, I was like, Yo, these girls who took I, I took the picture with were kind of cute. Yeah. So I was like going through Fate's like tag pictures to see who posted it. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. <laughs> I, I've been tagged as him before on Instagram for sure. Like, really? People, but yeah. Uh, especially at, I think it was at the UDC concert when I took a picture with some yeah. kid and he tagged me as Fate. I was like, oh my God. Um, what is the, what is the more awkward thing that's ever happened to me? Actually, by one the way, time, I just want to point out since we're talking yeah. about Fate that my trip to Asia with him was actually also one of my favorite experiences along with but, Cuba. 
What about the most awkward thing ever? Is that yeah? I just want to backtrack and answer that. But was it also awkward or no? Oh, yo, it, it got awkward at times. Because <laughs> it was just you two on vacation in Bali, okay. getting massages. Let, let, let me. Okay, well, when you put it, <laughs> let me paint the picture just a little bit. So we all thought it was awkward. Tour. We're we're on a tour for Fateh, you know, he's got a show in Malaysia. We were trying to set something up in Thailand that didn't work out. So, you know, we had kind of made our plans that we were going to go to Malaysia where his show was, spend a couple of days there, then go to Bali since we're already in that part of the world for like five days, six days, something like that. And then from there, we're going to go to Bangkok and spend a couple of days there. Um, mm -hmm. For those who don't know, Fateh was born in Bangkok and he hadn't been back since he left. So we're like, all right. Definitely want to go check it out. I wanted to check it out too. You know, I love Thai food, so was very excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's like always the best reason to visit a place, but yeah, like I'm a big fan of the food, so I thought it would be it'd be cool. Right. <laughs> so you know, we did our thing in in Malaysia, Kuala Lumpur. City was alright. Like, it's okay. It's not the f most fun city from what I've experienced, but I've okay. also heard like Singapore is more fun. So if you're on that side of the world, definitely go go to Singapore. Don't go to Malaysia. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyway, okay. um, so we we spent five when days in Bali. Awkward. So this is this is where it got really weird, right? So we go to we get to Bali, and uh -huh. we're like, "Yo, we're so excited! Like, we're in this area that's like very touristy, kind of like Cancun." Um, so there's a lot of tourists in the area, mostly Australian people, because I guess Bali's like a like their Cancun pretty much. Um, and so like we're just like walking around the touristy area. We spent a couple of, few, yeah, I think we spent a couple of days there, and. That was great because we were like yeah. busy doing things, right? Then we went to this other side of the Bali where it was all like these very peaceful, ocean, huge, like enormous ocean resorts. So we stayed at the Ritz Carlton, yeah. Um, <laughs> which we got through a hookup. So shout out to the hookup. <laughs> shout I don't want to say his name and blow up his blow up his spot because nah, you know it's nah, the homie. But shout out the plug. He knows who he is. Yeah. Um, you know, we stayed at the Ritz Carlton, and there's not a lot of people there, but it's it's this enormous resort. So there's maybe like 35, 40 p other people along with us staying at this a giant resort, right? Mm -hmm. And it's so big that you literally cannot get around just by walking. Or you could, <laughs> but it would take you a while. So yeah. you have to jump in like, go you have to call this golf like, cart. the front desk. The, yeah. the front desk people will send a golf cart to come pick you up and then drop you where you, wherever you need to go on the yeah. resort, like property, right? So every day we decided we're going to go out to the beach and just chill on a, in a cabana right we're, yeah. we're, we're gonna take a nap we're gonna read some books <laughs> and you know we're just gonna like relax you know spend some time in the water chill on the beach a little bit and you know this whole th time i'm thinking like yo that actually sounds really relaxing because <clears throat> up until this point like the trip has been very hectic we've been taking flight after flight you know not getting proper sleep in each place so yeah we just wanted to relax i was like all right this is this sounds really nice cool after like the first day and a half <laughs> we're got like lying there on the, in the cabana <laughs> right? and nobody's talking we're just like lying there right nobody's saying a word yeah we're, saying, we're listening to like the ocean like hit the, hit the beach <laughs> right i told you i was gonna paint the picture oh my god dude and this is honeymoon we're very visibly bored right <laughs> There's nothing to do, right? There's not a lot of people yeah. there. We didn't come with a crew. Like, yeah. we've been together for like a week and a half already. So it's like, you know, yeah. how much do we really have to talk about <laughs> that's left, right? You but guys were basically like, a married couple on you know, vacation then, for like the 18th like, time. <laughs> the one moment, that that moment where I realized we fucked up yeah. was we're both lying in the cabana and we both acknowledge that we're bored uh. by looking at each other at the same time. <laughs> And uh, like, this, this just keeps, keeps getting better. So when our this is gonna sound really sus, but when our gaze met, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I think we're done for this episode. Your gaze met. <laughs> when our gaze met, that's uh, when I realized. That's why, when you realized you were gay. <laughs> what, no, that's when I realized I fucked up. <laughs> Why did I come here with a dude? <laughs> <laughs> because that's Bali's actually really romantic, right? That's when, 
<laughs> that's when you realize. Not when you were invited on the trip. Not when you booked the tickets. Not when you got on the plane. Not when you checked into the hotel. You no, realized. Man, no, like three days later, <laughs> when you're chilling in the cabana, just the two of you. Yeah, but um, you know what it was? I think boredom, boredom drove, us, drove us there. So, like, we were both kind of feeling it. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. Well, I think that's this has been great. Um, what has been really hilarious uh, has been getting to know you in this way. Uh, I think this is good. <laughs> we should do this more often. <laughs> uh, and you got to know so much about more about me. So it's good. Yeah, like, you know, um, I want to hear other people's like feedback on like or or ideas for questions that we can ask each other. Yes, right? yes. I think this was fun, right? Like this was yeah. interesting. <coughs> Hopefully, the listeners enjoyed it too, um, yes. and you know, got them thinking as well. So, like, I love these kinds of questions. So, the more the the better. Yes, one hundred percent. Send us your questions. DM us or email us or hit us up. However you want. Um, oh, bro! You didn't give us your uh, weekly uh, or this bi-weekly ASAP Rocky update. Hey, uh, ASAP got convicted, right? Yeah, he was found guilty. Yeah, he was found guilty. Yeah. So, is the sentencing happening anytime soon? Yeah, he was sentenced to uh, pay a fine, of uh-huh. a certain amount, and then probation for a certain amount of time. Okay. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. He's okay. Yeah. Could have been worse. <laughs> yeah, for anybody who's still following along the story, <laughs> done with the reporting. <laughs> I kind of yeah, stopped. Back to you. I kind of stopped keeping up after he came back. I was like, okay, my dude's safe. It's okay. We can move on with our lives. Yeah, but if he got jail time, he would have had to been. He would have had to go back to Sweden. Yeah, I know that sucks. It would have sucked. Yeah, I know. But so, so once he came back, he was like, ah, he's home. Whatever. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, if he had like gotten jail time i would have found out (laughs) (laughs) through my connects aka his instagram (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh enjoyed this podcast man it was good it's a good episode yo i have a question for the audience by the way yes i want to hear their feedback in like the comments or wherever yeah but i also you think about this and maybe we'll talk about it on the next episode Mm -hmm. when you know somebody so well Mm-hmm. Why is it so hard to buy them a birthday present? Ooh. Hmm. That's a good one. Right. What do you get them? I don't know. We'll talk about it next time. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't th- have you have you gotten me a birthday present before? Shit, are you gonna put stress on our friendship like that? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think. Like, I don't <laughs> think we've ever exchanged gifts. Like, I don't think I've ever gotten you a gift. Have I? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, I think because uh, it's like, what would what do you get your best friend? You know what I mean, like, what do you even buy for them? You already have everything. Me, you, you have me. <laughs> I'm the best present. Yeah, I swear we're just friends. By the way, for anybody, see, yeah. <laughs> don't worry, I'm not taking you to Bali with me. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if he listens to the podcast. So, like, we're just oh, like he definitely doesn't. He definitely yeah. jerk. Anyway, yo, tag Fate in the comments. <laughs> yeah, he's not our friend. He's not our All friend. Right. All right, close All it right, out. I've been trying. I keep I'm it closing it out. Thank you guys for tuning in to yet another episode of yet another podcast. It's your boy, Thunmit, with my boy, Summit. Uh, see you guys next time, man. Peace out. Peace. Make sure you play the music here. Should I just leave that in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Classics. Classics.